Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon and uh, happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. It is a cold, snowy day in Tahoe. Well, it's a spring. Know, it's late April showers, bringing those May sh- May flowers. Absolutely. We planted five trees this weekend. They yes. are. Uh, they're getting soaked right now, which well I think is a good thing. Yeah. Well hydrated. Good That's, thing. Good that thing. That is good. So today we're talking about never giving up. Never giving up. And, you know, it's always, um, how I come up with these shows depends on, I don't know what day of the week it is or, or when it is, but often I'll ask my family for ideas and I'll say, you know, what do you think people would like to hear about this week? Or, or what are you inspired by? And every once in a while I get something from my eight year olds or not quite eight year olds, but seven year old twins. And last night Arno piped up. He said, never give up. Just like the giants baseball team. Everybody thinks they're a band of misfits and look at them. They're just doing so great. So that's how that works. Okay. Yeah, so band that's where today's show came from. I think, uh, and we love the Giants, so we don't really think you're a band of misfits. We just, uh, you know, but you're not the Dodgers. Okay. Oh, oh no, really? Okay. <laughs> we don't, we don't talk about the Dodgers on the bright side because we're trying to keep it bright. Although my kids are playing on the Dodgers little league today oh, this year. Okay. They were awesome this weekend. I was really proud of them both. So both got hits. Nice. Very cute. Nice. Very cute to watch seven year olds play baseball. So, um, so never giving up. So you think about this, right? We, a lot of times we have these ideas, we get all motivated one day and we're going after a dream. We're going after a goal, something. And then the next day we wake up and it's like, Oh, it feels really hard now. And I guess I'm over it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. ever had that happen? Oh, yeah. It happens to me too sometimes. And one of the things that I think happens, um, to derail us and, and put us on the track to giving up is that sometimes we let other people define what we can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. So somebody says, Oh, really? You think you can do that? And then that's all we needed to start the self doubt, right? It's like, yeah. Oh, did I need that? Couldn't I do that? Maybe they're right. Maybe I can't do this. Yeah. Maybe, you know, or maybe it's a story that you've been told you know, your whole childhood about how, oh, well, you never finish anything, mm-hmm. right? Your parents decided when you were a kid that you never finished anything. So they told you that story, which then you believed and carried with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never finish anything. Then you start telling it about yourself. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of the self-fulfilling prophecy. So Notice if you're working towards a goal or you're working towards a dream or something you really, really want and you're starting, you're finding that you can't get the motivation or you're starting to give up on things. If, um, notice who, who maybe is on the, on the board of directors who's telling you that you can't do that or maybe you shouldn't do that or you, you know, you may not have the skill set you need. That's true. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it happens. And sometimes, it happens innocently. Like people don't necessarily mean to put doubt in your mind when they go, wow, really? You think you can do that? It's usually it's their own doubt percolating mm-hmm. up. Like, wow, I don't think I'd be brave enough to do that. I can't believe you would. And, but we take it as it's a judgment of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, ask yourself, you know, A, do I know if I can do this? And does it really matter what anybody else thinks? Mm-hmm. And, you know, would you, if they wouldn't have said anything, would that have changed how you feel about it? Right? That's a good thing to think about. Yeah. So, um, so don't let others define you or define what you can do. Mm-hmm. And if you are carrying around a story that your parents have told you, um, chances are most of the time when we start to believe a story, our brains actually start to look for, uh, ways to prove that that's true. 
Okay. Right. So if we believe this story, like I never finish things, uh-huh. then we start to look for times when we don't finish things, right? We totally miss when we do finish yeah. things. That's just like, oh, well, of course I finished that. But any time that we decide to give up on something, we um, were like, oh, yep, see, dad was right. I never finish anything or mom was right or sister or whoever, whoever it was, whoever it was, yeah. teacher in your second grade class. I mean, you, you never know. Um, who's, that's very true. Yeah. Who you your whose opinions you're carrying with you, and this will this will come up if you ever say, "Well, everybody thinks that blah blah blah," or "No one thinks that blah blah blah," and then um, if you ever if you find yourself saying "everybody," I would challenge you to write down who everybody is. Right. So yesterday or this weekend, I think I was with my kids and we were parking the car, and my son said something like, "Well, everybody thinks." Something, something, something. And I said, well, who's everybody? You know, and then he named this kid at school. One kid. And I said, okay, so one kid thinks this thing and you are absolutely convinced that every, that he's right. Like he speaks for the whole world. He's like, he's the voice of everybody on the planet. And both the kids started cracking up because they realized even at seven years old, how ridiculous that is. Yeah. That one person could know. We use that a lot at home. Right. The everybody's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's a, that originally came from a Martha Beck book. Uh, I think it was finding your own North. Yeah. Finding your own North star, um, where she talks about getting to know your everybody. So if you've got any everybody stories, uh, write it down. Usually you can't get more than two or three people who are in that category. All right. So, um, next step in never giving up is to keep getting up. Right. So oh, there's yeah. lots of great quotes about how winners, um, Winners just get up one more time than losers, mm-hmm. right? So everybody fails. Everybody stumbles. Everybody has a hard time. We all think like we've got it all figured out and then we hit a roadblock. And the reality is, is that you hit a roadblock. So big deal. So get up and figure out a way around it. Yeah. You know, go under it, go around it, go above it, you know, go through it. However you got to do it, but you got to keep getting up and keep trying because the person who's going to to succeed in the end is the one who just got up one more time. Yep. And so that's an important piece. And it's, um, and sometimes just knowing that, like, I'm just going to choose to get up this one more time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to choose anything else. I'm not going to choose to get up 50 more times. Just the next time I stumble, I'm going to choose to get up yep. and I'm going to choose to try it again and see how it goes. And when you think about children, like when Jillian learned to ride a bike, I'm assuming she rides bike. She does. She does. She just got a new one, as a matter of fact. <laughs> awesome. Um, remember in the beginning, it's like, it's so frustrating when they're first learning. She's not a good example. Oh, did she like just get on and yeah. ride? Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, well, kind of, most kids. Well, my other child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the other one. She, okay. Yeah. So Jacqueline. Trial error, crash, yeah. burn. Right. Yeah. So crash, burn. And it's like, and then they get scared because eventually they have a really good crash and they get skinned knees and skinned elbows. And yeah. now at least the kids have to wear helmets. Like when we yes. were kids, it was just a total train wreck. But it's eventually you have to choose to get back up because if you don't, you just won't ever get to ride a bike. And you need to do it quickly. Right. Because the more time that you wait, the more nervous you get. Yeah. So you might as well just get up, put a Band-Aid on, and get back on the bike. That's right. Yeah. Get right, right back in the game. <laughs> so speaking of falling down, there's this option to learn every time that you fall down. Right? Like, mm-hmm. what did I do wrong that time? And in fact, you know, it's funny. Um, 
we're talking about bike riding. We just watched this weekend. My daughter asked to watch the movie Soul Surfer. Mm-hmm. Did um, did you see that? Mm-hmm. It's about the girl who mm-hmm. had her arm um, taken by a shark and yep. and then learned to surf again and eventually mm-hmm. became pro with one arm. And she, um, when she was getting back in the water, I mean, she had to keep learning. Every time she fell, they would watch the video. They would see what she was doing. And she really was like, what did I do wrong? What could I do differently next time? Mm-hmm. And that's a, a great skill to have. And so each time you fall down, if you're just getting up and dusting yourself off and like going without investigating what happened, you're missing out on some key learning. And chances are you're going to fall a lot more times on your way to your goal than you would if you looked at it and said, huh, what went wrong this time? What could I have done differently? How could I correct this in the future? How mm-hmm. could I avoid this? Sometimes you can't, but most every time there's some kind of in- instant or insight that you could take away with you. Mm-hmm. And so you should try to do that. So learn each time you fall. And then lastly here, um, I love this idea of when you get inspired to do something and you're all motivated and excited and you remember why you want to do it and you think about why you want to do it, write yourself a letter. Right. So you write yourself a letter and you think about, you know, what am I, um, why am I doing this? Why, what do, what do I hope is going to happen once I've achieved this? What am I excited about? You know, how am I planning to attack this? What do I, what do I need to be motivated and get it all on paper or in a journal? Because when you have had a couple bumps in the road, you're going to be unmotivated and you're going to feel bummed out and like, Oh, I just, you know, I'm just going to give up. It's just easier to give up. And if you have that letter to go back to Mm -hmm. and read and remember how inspired you were and how excited you were and really the why of what you're doing, then you'll have this little instant like shot in the arm of courage and motivation that's going to help you move forward. And you want to just keep that for times, um, when you are struggling. And in fact, um, there's, there's a worksheet that we do, uh, in the P link tools in our positivity link training tools on well-being and motivation, goal setting, that kind of thing. And we have people, um, write down their story, their future story. So mm-hmm. it would be like, if my goal was to open a, um, you know, a spa or mm-hmm. something. And then I would write myself a letter and say, you know, it's 2015 and my spa is opened and we're doing this much business each year. And these are the successes we've had and blah, blah, blah. Uh, if you write the story of your future success six times in 90 days, it's um, proven to actually help you reach your goal. Really? So if you keep writing down this, this, uh, story. So, and I think it's Jim Lair. Um, I'll have to go back and look at the, um, and look at it and I'll tag it when we post it online. I'll, I'll put it on our Facebook too. So you know what I'm talking about. But, um, but yeah, they say if you write your, um, if you write your future story six months, six times in 90 days, that there's no better way to help you move towards your goal. So think about what you want, write it down, get it on paper and, uh, and, and put it out there. And this, that's kind of an addition to this writing yourself a letter as to why are you doing this and understanding the why behind it. Cause that's really the meaning and purpose yeah. of why you're going after something. Like, what am I hoping to feel when I achieve this? Yeah. What am I hoping to feel when I hit these, um, you know, key milestones, and so that way, you know, you can keep going because there will be a time when you want to give up. 
and yeah. remember that. And you, so you want to write down yeah. in your letter, like when you get to the place where you want to give up, here's what I want you to think about. You know, and you can do that when you're first starting out because you're not, you haven't had any failures yet. You're exactly. still in that excited mode. Exactly. And so give yourself your own best advice and right. never, never give up. Whether it's a goal, whether it's a dream, you know, if you want to do it, then go after it and die trying, you die know, and <laughs> I had a gal, I had a gal that was in our training last week and she said, um, she said, you know, her name's Janet Jones. She's from England. And she said, sometimes she said, you see the train, you see your train coming and you just have to move heaven and earth and get on the damn train. <laughs> And I thought, you're darn right. Sometimes you do. So, and that's the same thing in never giving up. Sometimes you will have to move heaven and earth. And if you can, then you get on the damn train and you, you get on towards your goal. So there you go. Very good. So that is the bright side for today with Alexis Robin and Jennifer Scanio, my friend and co-host. Uh, if you want more information on what we do and what we're about, you can check us out at nourishlifecoaching.com or plink coachingcenter.com. So lots of good resources out there. Fun stuff. Yep. So we'll talk to you real soon. Hey, you still have room for your France trip? We do. We only have uh, four more spots left. So um, we're going to France in uh, June, June 22nd, or June 23rd to the 29th. We're going to stay in a chateau. Why are you coming? Oh, I don't know about that. Getting but on the train. I might, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we still have, uh, we still have four spots left. And so we're looking forward to it. We're going to be cooking and we're going to be doing life coaching for a week. And we're staying in this beautiful chateau. We have the run of the place. Um, a beautiful pool. We're in a natural, um, park and countryside in Provence. So nice. it's going to be spectacular. So you can find out more about that at nourishlifecoaching.com. Uh, or you can just give me a call 530 544 3736 at Nourish. Very cool. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jen. Enjoy the rain. I will. You've been listening to The Bright Side here on K Tahoe with Alexis Robin. She's on every Monday, 515. So make sure you keep it tuned right here to K Tahoe.